But we are grateful, amen, you're here this morning, and, and uh, um, the thing about uh, holidays and the thing about things that we go through, through Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, and Easter, sometimes those bring up some emotions that we all have to deal with. And how many know life is built with emotions? Amen. Uh, it's funny how kids that are not even taught how to steal, but they know how to steal. Kids that are never taught how to lie really know how to lie. You know that? Before they can even talk, they already know how. They'll steal a cookie, and you ask me to take the cookie, they're like this, mm-mm, mm-mm. And it's so funny how, how, how we, 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 we grow up in all these weird emotions. And so sometimes as we get older, we, we go through situations, and we go through stuff, and we hold on to things. But God wants us to learn to release. I'm going to say release. Release things, release things. Why? Because in releasing, you can always take on something new. In releasing things, you can always let go of hurt and pain and embrace strength, peace, and joy. But you can say, but I got to let go. Say with me, say, but I got to let go. You know, as we're on Mother's Day, we'll be on a series called Ask Me How I Got Saved. And we talked about uh, the power of a testimony. We talked about, uh, uh, about how to give a testimony. We, we dealt with that. If you haven't, uh, you didn't hear it, you need to hear it. It's on our podcast. And you can hear us on the podcast. It's Living Word of Riverside IE. And you can hear it right there or go on our website. And you can have the, a link to, to um, hear the podcast and do great stuff. It happened. Mauricio preached Thursday. Did a great job. Come on, somebody. Amen. As we just continue with this. I want to talk about the, the testimony of a mother. The testimony of a mother. In the days uh, uh, um, for this for this occasion that we're in, the testimonies of a mother. See, mothers, you guys carry a heavy testimony. You guys carry a heavy power, and so you need to understand that you guys are powerful. In Ephesians chapter six, verse one, says these words: it "says Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise." So that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Father, we thank you this morning for your presence, for your power. Pray, Lord, you would speak to us, O oh God, and have your way today, Father God, as we begin to continue with the testimony of a mother, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Amen. You know that a, a, a man's duty a lot of times is he's a conqueror. He's a, he, he's a, he's a, he, he's one who goes and conquers and, and he's one who goes and corrects and, and he brings down a lot of law. But a woman, she's a nurturer. She loves to nurture. When a baby's born, the first thing she does is breastfeed. She's a nurturer. She wants to give of herself. She wants to give for the baby can have life. And you know for the, for the rest of their life, they're going to nourish them. And sometimes the way a woman nourishes is not what we usually like. Oh, you don't hear me though. My mom used to tell me no all the time. No was her favorite. No. No. I can no. And now, Lord, when she got up to that third one, no, I know something was wrong. Because then her voice turned to a man. No. You got to know my mom to know that one. And she was crazy. But, but, but she, she was doing what was best for us. Because why? Because of things that she's seen prior and stuff that she's seen growing up herself. And sometimes no is the best thing that you can have. Sometimes you want to say yes to everything, children. Mothers, fathers. Amen. The other day I was sitting there and, and my daughter came to me and asked me a question. And she's like, Dad. I'm like, she's like saying, what do you think? And I'm like, oh my God, I got to say yes. But then I told her, no. She's all, that's not what I was asking for. I'm like, oh Jesus. But we live in a generation where everything needs to be yes. But sometimes no's are good for you. 
Even when God says no. Oh, you don't hear me though. Sometimes you're not always going to hear a yes from God. Sometimes you're not always going to hear a yes from God. Come on, somebody. Amen. His no would be the best thing for us because he's nurturing us. God wants us to, to be successful. He wants us to prosper. And so the scripture is telling us that we must honor our mother and our father. And it's telling us simply that it's good for us. It's that, you may, that it may go well for you. So God wants us to be well off. God wants us to make it. God wants us to prosper. Our parents want us to prosper. Mothers do their best to raise great children. Amen. Mothers do their best to invest. I want to talk about two women, if I can, within the Bible. You've got to go to, go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. When we're talking about Paul, excuse me, about, about Paul, how Paul got a hold of Timothy and how he worked with Timothy and how Timothy was engrafted into sonship with him. But before Timothy was even in the hands of Paul, he was in the hands of his grandmother and his mother. So mothers, you're important. Grandmothers, you're important. Great-grandmothers, you're important. If I can for one minute here, here's my, my, my wife's uh, great-grandmother. She's, she's here and her grandma, excuse me, her grandma. Uh, she's great anyway, so I say grandma is grandma. We call her grandma. There's grandma. There's one generation. There's her mom, Lucia, two generations. Here's my wife, three generations. Here's my daughter, four generations. Four generations are in this house. Come on, there are four generations in this house. Amen. And hopefully when you get married, it's a fifth generation. Don't, don't. You can take all the time you want. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we with you. We got your back. Amen. So this, this is what I want you to see is, women, you are important. You are important. And we want to create generations in the house of God. Can somebody say amen? amen. If you have your Bible, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1 says these words. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Jesus Christ. To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Listen carefully verse 3. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwell first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded also in you. Wow, listen to verse 6. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you to the laying of the hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Come on, somebody. Amen. Uh, 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 here's Paul. And Paul is writing while he's incarcerated. Here's his last letter he's writing. He's, he's, he's in the joint. He's, 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 in, he's in a, see, now these prisons are time of different prisons here. He's, a, he's, he's, he's in a, a prison where, I mean, it's, it's just disgusting, gross. Amen. They even say that he was writing this letter almost on top of a corcus. That's almost a dead, it's called a dead body. And it is said that the place was so intense that there he was writing this. Now here he is writing all this stuff while incarcerated. 
And he's writing this and he's telling Timothy these things and he's writing to him. Letting them know to the letter. The first is about doctrine. The second, uh, Timothy, is about most about lifestyle. And so here he is telling them about all this stuff. And he remembers Timothy's influence was influenced by his mother and his grandmother. How they influenced them with the things of God. How they influenced them about going to church. Come on, somebody. How they influenced them through prayer and through reading the gospel, being a good example, being a testimony. See, when a mother is a testimony to the children, it affects them. It's not so much on what we say is what we say in our actions. The best preaching you could ever do is through exampleship. Mothers, the best testimony you can live is through exampleship. I don't care if you can Greek, Hebrew, Greek, and Arabic. I don't care. But if you can live one scripture out, come on somebody powerfully, you would change the nation and the world. Starting at home. The reality is we think we have to know all this. Education is great. We need education. We need, we, need, we need to go to school. You need to go to school. Somebody, you need to go to college. You need to go to college. Stop saying I'm done high school. I'm going to drop out. No, you're not. You're going to go to college. I'll make sure you go to college. You need to go. Again, you need to go. And if you, if you, can't, you can't do it, well, we're going to find something how you can. Amen. Now, now listen closely. Here, 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 is, here is the mother, the grandmother. The grandmother worked on the daughter. Worked on the daughter. She says, I, 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 need, I need to reach my generation. I need to reach my generation. Maybe, maybe she didn't have a son. Maybe she didn't have a brother. But I know she had a daughter. There is, there is the daughter Eunice right there and, and she's sharing with them and, and sharing what God has shared with her and, and telling her about the gospel and sharing with her the influence and, and what Jesus did and how he did this and how he did that and, and he's sharing with her, giving her hope. Because mother, we need to give hope to our children. We need to give hope to them and let them know that God can do anything. Come on, somebody. We serve a God, amen, that's large and a charge. With God, all things are possible and they're sharing it with her and here he is and a young lady getting stirred up. How many know sometimes, uh, you got to understand this, sometimes we think if, if, we, if, we, if, if they do something wrong, it's over. No, let me tell you, the Bible says that if you train a child up right, they'll never depart from it. It didn't mean that, come on somebody, it didn't mean that they weren't going to go through some trials. It didn't mean they weren't going to go through some trips. How, how much more do you trip? So it wasn't that they're going to go through some changes, they're going to go through changes, but they always know where to come back to. Come on, they'll always know who to run back to. They'll always know that Jesus is the answer. Mothers, you have a lot, a lot of responsibility on you. And it's not just, amen, uh, you guys, they maybe just uh, house the children. No, there's a lot more. It's you are raising great leaders in your house. There was a guy one time that says, well, I don't believe in women preachers. I said, well, you believe in her raising your children, don't you? Oh, you missed that one. You missed that one right there. This guy said, well, I don't believe in, in women preachers. And I said, you know, you got, this, you got the scriptures twisted. I said, I'll, I'll share with you about that right now. I said, uh, I said, but you want her to raise your child. And that child that you're raising, she's raising, is going to be a great leader one day. So why don't you go over there and stop leaving her 16 hours a day with, with, with her. And you want to be a little, you want, you know, hello, I got a little man. You know how I do it. You want, you want to raise her to raise your child, but you don't want her to help anyone else. 
Women, I'm telling you, women, there's, there's a lot of things that you guys have in you. That, that's, why, that's why it takes a lot of work to raise children. And single mothers, you're doing a great job. If you're a single mother, you're doing a great job. Come on, somebody, you're doing a great job. Don't let the devil lie to you. Time to end your laughs. But that's why it, it, take, it, it takes a work. That's why when you come to church and you bring a son, you're a single mother. That's why we, we have men teachers. You don't hear me, though. So they can see influential men in their life. That's why we have the ushers, so they can see if they can talk to them. They can see men in their life that can help them instead of seeing men out there. See, when I got saved, I, I, I didn't really have a father figure in that sense. And, then, and, I, and I, I love my mom, but God gave me a spiritual mother to help me. The spiritual father in my life. And they spoke and they spoke and they spoke and they spoke. And they were always speaking life into me. And I was just like, wow. Never, never has I ever experienced something like that. It was something new. It was something different. So I can, I can tell what Lois was speaking into Eunice. I'm a prime example, amen, when a mother, spiritual mother, speaks life into children. It's very important to speak life into them. It's very important to speak hope into them. It's, come on, somebody. It's very important to speak promise and dream in them. Never tell your, never, never, if your son says, or daughter says, I want to do all these craziest things in the world. I'm like, listen, carefully. I want to I own a business. I want to do this. Oh, great. You can buy me a house. Praise the Lord. Speak some life into them. Amen. Amen. The thing about children is they love to dream. They love to imagine. Don't kill their imagination nor kill their dreams. Mm. She says, which first dwell in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. Now, passing down the mantle, passing it down to Eunice, and then Eunice passing it down to her son. And how many know that we all go through changes in our house, in our walk with God? We, we go through stuff. If you don't go through nothing, I mean, you're perfect, man. Thank God for you. But for us that do go for stuff, us normal people that are up here, we go through things. There's, there's arguments in the house. There's frustration sometimes. There's, there's, there's sometimes there's, there's not, you, don't, you don't always agree. Some things with the children, sometimes they, they, they'll drive you crazy and you want to hang up. I mean, you want to pray for them. <laughs> sometimes they got, they got too many cents. They got too much sense. And there's like, Lord have mercy. Where'd you get that from? Well, you know, there's, you know what I'm talking about. And then they have so much, too much of their own, you know, their own, uh, how can I say their own, uh, you know, uh, you know their, uh, their own character, their own personality. And sometimes just like overflows. Like, Lord have mercy. It just me. I got two daughters, so that's like, I, so over. Like, They're strong. That's why it's strong, bold. Lord have mercy. My boy is like, okay, dad. I'm like, all right. So I'm cool with that one. With my daughter, no, no. I'm like, no. We're going to turn that no upside down right now. Where was I? Okay, here we go. Passing now, passing it down to Eunice. Having going through some stuff in the house. Here's Eunice. And, and I, I can see Eunice going through some things. Like every mother goes through stuff. And going through some changes, going through some things. But not allowing that. Not, not allowing that to take from raising Timothy. Not allowing it to take from instilling hope into him. 
Because sometimes the enemy comes and tries to steal hope out of you so you won't give it to your children. They may try to come and try to lie to you. Maybe it didn't work out for you, and you think it's not going to work out for them. Hmm. Maybe you had a bad marriage, and you're like, oh, don't worry, they're all guys are jerks. <laughs> no, just the one you picked. <laughs> Remember, you picked them. You married them. You put a ring on it. Hello, somebody. Don't. So not all men are jerks. Nine out of ten ain't bad, amen, but you know. I can't speak for everybody, but I can't speak for some of them. And sometimes we, we, we put this in them, and we put this in them, and we, now you're creating man-haters. <laughs> we have to understand, women, be that example. of God's in your life, if you are a woman of God... If you are a mother of God, if you are in tune with God, give hope to your children. Come on, give hope to your children. Give hope for a great marriage. Give hope, amen, for a great life. Give hope that God can do anything. Give it to them. Maybe your mother here, maybe you don't know about that. It's time to get that. Because if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. If he can do it for her, he can do it for you. That's a God that we serve. It's a God that, 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 that takes care of us, that loves us. So here he is, here is Paul, Paul speaking because Paul sees it. Because you can see the testimony of a mother. Sometimes we think nobody can see what we're going through. Everybody sees everything. You think you can hide it? You can't hide it. A smiling and a, hey. <laughs> it's only good for so long. The Bible says we're an epistle read by all men. That is written on our hearts and people can read it. Especially when you come to church and it's like, boom, it's all done now. God's really reading you like a, he's reading you and he's like, oh my God. And then God starts speaking to you like, they're picking on me. Ain't nobody picking on you. God is dealing with us. Come on, God is dealing with us as mothers and as fathers and as parents, as sons and daughters. He's dealing with us as teenagers and something, they're picking on me. No, God's just exposing you. God, see, God also exposes that church. You know why? Because it's a safe zone. If you allow church to be a safe zone for you, You'll be okay when God exposes you. Oh, praise God. Okay, altar call now. Praise the Lord. And you'll be easy for you to get back on the boat, back on the car, back on your purpose, back on your calling. Come on, somebody. Back in doing everything you're called to be. Give the Lord a great clap offering. Amen. See, Paul's seen it. Paul's seen, man, the grandmother, the mother. And he goes on. And this is what I want you to catch today. He says, and I am persuaded as in also you. He tells Timothy, now I know it's in you too, man. I've seen how your grandmother is. I've seen how your mom is. Man, I, I know they deposit good stuff in you. Because I can see it in you. Her exampleship as a mom has been transferred into you. Her exampleship in Jesus Christ has been transferred into you. That stuff has been poured into you. And I can see you believe it. I can see that you trust it. I can see it in the scriptures. I can see it in your life. Because you're living the scriptures. You're living the word of God. Amen. Now, now listen carefully. Hear this. He says, he says these words. And catch this piece if you can. Therefore, I am reminded, reminding you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of hands. Mm. Through. Listen carefully again. Through the laying on of my hands. He's saying, Timothy, I'm not going to come around so really quick. 
He, he, he's saying these words. He says, he says remember, he says, uh, uh, when you were, with, you were with me right there. Stand up real quick right here. Representing your mother. Hello, somebody. Your mom right here. Come here, Sidman. Stand right here. Come on. Stand right here next to him. You can represent your grandmother right here. Come on, somebody. Love right here. Sister Love. Hey, come on, somebody. Amen. Here, here's the three generations right here. Here you go right here. He says, this woman instilled in her, instilled in her, and she instilled in you. He says, now, Timothy, when you're with me, he says, I laid hands on you. Big head. <laughs> Troublemaker. I love you, but I laid hands on you, and I told you God had great things for you. He says, now, he goes, now, he goes, I've already done that. He goes, I'm blocked up now. He says, but Timothy, I need you, while I'm over here right now, to stir up the gift that was laid on you through hands. Oh, my God. It's your job now to stir up the stuff that's been poured inside you. It's your job now from the preaching, the teaching, the word has been going out to you guys. For the last years that you've been with us, 13 years you've been with us. Some of you get 10 years, 5 years, 1 year, a couple months. He said, now you need to do is you need to stir that up inside you. You need to stir that up inside you. He says, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. God's called me. God's chosen me. I'm a great mother. I'm a great father. I'm a great son. I'm a great daughter. I stir it up inside. Stir it up inside. Stir it up inside. Jesus. 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 The name above all names. Jesus. Woo, you got to stir it up. Stir it up. Oh, wrong song. You got to stir it up. You got to. It's just like when you're making some good frijoles. Oh, my Lord. Oh, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. Oh, he's going to be good. Or your menudo, your pozole, whatever. He's going to stir it up before it burns. But let me tell you guys, it's inside you already. It's inside you already. Stop trying to finish up with something else. It's already inside you. Jesus is inside you. God's already already sealed you. God's already filled you up. Come on, somebody. It's inside you. Stir it up. Thank you, guys. Come on, give them a great clap offering. Amen. You had a mother to put that inside you. Maybe you didn't have a mother to put that inside you, but you become in a church. Amen. And God is saying, I'm going to put it inside you. He's your mother. He's your father. He's putting it inside you. He wants you to stir it up. Some say, stir it up. He goes on, he says in verse 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. Come on. But a power of love and a sound mind. Don't you be afraid. Don't you allow fear to overcome you. He's telling you fear is not an option. Fear is not an option. I'm giving you something greater and something mightier inside you. Don't you dare stay stuck. Don't you dare let the devil lie to you. You are greater than you ever think. What, Pastor? I made mistakes. Welcome to the club. Well, I, I, I wasn't a good mother. Neither was I. I was, <laughs> you missed that one right there. Well, I made some, we all made mistakes. We all have made mistakes. We all have, have, have fought short the glory of God. But his grace and his mercy is sufficient. Come on. His grace and his mercy were sufficient. I love my mom. I love my mom. She was crazy. She wasn't the best mother, but she was my mother. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't walk on clouds. Oh. 
but she was my mom. I ain't going to get another mom like that. Hopefully not. Hallelujah. <laughs> I had a dream about her last night. I was dreaming last night, and I, and I, walk, I, go, and I went to the house. I go, oh, she's not there. And I woke up, and I called to my wife. I said, oh, man. So I didn't get to see her, because if I did, I probably would have been like, oh, Lord, have mercy. But it, it was funny. It was funny, but that was my mom. She wasn't perfect. She was crazy. I, did, I, got, I let nobody touch my head because that was my mom's spot. Pop, 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 pop. She called me everything in the. She called me everything in the Mexican dictionary, <laughs> the English dictionary. I think even the German dictionary. But that was my mom. I love my mom. I care for my mom. When I got saved, my mom told me something that saved my life twice. Well, she saved my life twice. One time when I got out, and she told me, "Don't don't go. Can you stay with me?" So I stayed with her, and then two guys got killed. I didn't save my life once. Second time she saved my life when I got saved. I got saved, and me and Sonia, we took off because we thought we were smart. So we're like, you know, forget the church, forget ministry. We weren't pastoring yet, but we forget everything. It was like, it was like 18 years ago. We weren't pastoring yet. We were, I was a home director. Amen. I was a home director, you know, so don't feel bad, Lonzo. I was a home director. It was all messed up. I was getting all frustrated with everybody and everything. I was saved like about, I think, like five years at that time. And, and I jumped in the car, and I said, let's get out of here, man. These people are crazy. We jumped in the car. We took off in the car. We were dating at that time. And we were just dating. We took off in the car. Got all the way to my mom's house. And I jumped out. I told mom, I'm here, mom. I want to I rent the house in the back. And I'm going to keep back here. I'm going to do some stuff. And then she said, no, you're not. She said, you're going to go back to church. Hold on. You're going to go. You're going to get your stuff. Go back to church. She said, because God's calling you to be a pastor. Her? This is why she's smoking a cigarette talking to me. And I'm looking at her, and I look at my wife, and at that time, my girlfriend looked at her, and I we got in the car, didn't even talk to each other, just drove all back all the way home. That's, that was an hour and a half drive without talking. All scared. Get back home, drop her off, and no one ever knew about it. Years went by, no one ever knew about it. Never talked about it again, never said nothing again. I'm like, whoop. Sometimes they're crazy, but sometimes that's your crazy. I'm telling you. Honor the one God's giving you. The Bible says you'll live a long life. Come on, somebody. You'll live a long life. We live a generation now that young kids are dying faster and faster and faster because they're not respecting the house. They're not respecting their parents. Amen. There has to be a reverence. No matter how crazy and how loony they are, they're yours. That's your loony. Amen. I'm not going to take too much of your time. We, got, we, have, we have Mother's Day when, you know, you guys want to go and spend some time with them. And so do I. Amen. And uh, um, we just got back from conference uh, yesterday. Come on. So we got back from conference yesterday. We were, we were, in, in, we were in Dallas. It took some of the guys and girls who went up to Dallas and, and got us some great things over there. Planted two more churches out there. Come on, somebody. Amen. God is just moving. God is just moving, doing great things. I go back in Houston to, in Houston two more months. We've got another conference going over there, and then we have ours in August. Come on, somebody, amen. So God's, God's got a lot, lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff is taking place, church. And I, but I want you guys to know this, that, that here, here, here Paul, Paul seen, as Richard makes his way up here, Paul seen the influence of the mother in Timothy. He's seen the influence. He's seen the influence. You need to allow yourself, church, Allow yourself for God to take you to a different place in your life. Moms can do so much. Fathers can do so much. But God will put you in the hands of a shepherd. God will put you in his hands. Come on, somebody. 
and take you to a whole different place. That's why you hear the honoring that they gave to my wife because they have their, they have their mothers, they have their fathers, but God put them in the hands, our hands, in his hands, and here we are mothering them and loving them the best we can so God can get them to their full potential, get them to where they want to go, to get them what God has designed them to be. Allow yourselves to be given over to the things of God. Allow yourselves, mothers, to be yourself given over to the things of God so that you can go and be a better mother, a greater mother. Come on, somebody, to be a greater mother, a greater mother than you've ever been. Maybe you're here and say, Pastor, I don't have children. Let me tell you. Maybe you're here and, and you're older and you say, I don't have children. God always put people in your way so you can be a mother to them also. Come on, you could be, always be a mother to them. God put kids in your way. Kids in your way to be mothers to them. To mother them. Don't you feel like, oh, Pastor, what I, no, no. God will put kids in your way to mother them. I know pastors that don't have children. But God puts kids in their ways to love on them, to mother them. So don't you feel bad about yourself. God has given you people to mother them, mother them, love on them. Love on them. Speak life into them. They need someone like you to speak life into them. When you see children that are there and, and you see them speak life, don't be yelling at the children. Don't yell at kids. Speak life into them. You're a Sunday school teacher working. We, 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 don't, we don't allow them to yell at the kids. And I thought, no, you don't yell at the kids. You speak life into them. Come on, you speak life and hope into the children. Amen. They hear, they hear enough. They hear enough of that wherever they are, where else they go. They need to hear life and peace from us. Come on, somebody. Amen. I want you to stand with me this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. People always say, uh, uh, I've never had a handbook on being a parent. That's fine. But now that you're in God's hand, you're in God's life, this is your handbook right here. This is your handbook. This is your handbook, how to be, how, how to be a good parent, a good mother, a good father. If you read the word, it'll tell you. It'll tell you how to honor your children, how to love your children, how to, how to provoke them. It'll help you how to be a good wife. A good husband. If you read this, it'll benefit you. Use the Holy Spirit to help you, to guide you, to lead you, to give you the wisdom, to strengthen you. Allow Jesus to be there for you. He did not die just for nothing. He died with a purpose and a reason. To give you hope. To give you salvation. To give you deliverance. Every head bowed, every head closed. Maybe you're here today saying, Pastor, I I don't know Jesus. I never gave my life to God, but I want to give my life to God today. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. You're here today as you're a mother saying, I, I, I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus in my heart. If that's you, this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. You're a man here saying, anyone else? Anyone else? Men or women, son or daughter? Say, I need Jesus in my heart. Anyone else? Anyone else? I want to pray with you. Maybe you're here today saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I need to come back. I need to come back to my first love. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. That's you this morning. You lifted up your hand for prayer. I want you to come right now. I want you to come. Come now. Now. Come now. Don't don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Would you come now? Come now. We're going to pray for you. Because you're important. You're valuable. This is why we have service for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I need a touch. I need prayer. I need prayer. I want you to come now. Come now. You need prayer. Come now. Now, 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 now. You want to be a greater mother, a greater son, a greater daughter. I want you to come now. Now. Now's your time. Say, God, use my life. Maybe you're here say, I want to surrender everything. I want to surrender everything to God. Could take me to a greater place. I want you to come now. If God spoke to you, come now. Now's the time. This is the time. This is the place. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to repeat this simple prayer with me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new thank you for forgiving me of all my sins in Jesus name amen come on give the Lord a great clap offering the Bible says when one gives their life to the Lord that heaven rejoices there's a party going on in heaven right now we're not done we're going to just change the order of the service to see where you're at bow your heads I want you just to give